Hi, I'm Kia Damone. I'm a Florida-born chef, writer, host, and recipe developer. I served as an executive chef of a New York City restaurant at the age of 24 and became Cherry Bomb Magazine's first culinary director at 25. I've been named one of 16 chefs changing Black food in America by the New York Times and Forbes 30 Under 30 in food and beverage. In 2021, I founded Kia Feeds the People, a budding mutual aid effort focusing on food apartheid in Brooklyn. I'll be your guest host for this month of Pomanica. This month, we're talking about tastemakers. We're celebrating the Black chefs, cooks, and food historians who created new food ways and preserved important culinary stories of the past. In 1973, an extraordinary cookbook hit shelves across the U.S. Half instructional, half memoir, it quickly became a classic, a beloved book by one of America's most beloved singers. Today, we're talking about the woman who wrote that book and invited her fans into her kitchen via her colorful prose. Let's talk about Pearl Bailey. Pearl was born on March 29, 1918, in Virginia to Reverend Joseph James and Ella Mae Ricks Bailey. When she was still very young, her family moved to Philadelphia. It was there that Pearl would find her two loves in life, cooking and stardom. Growing up, Sundays were a weekly ritual in the Bailey home. In the morning, Pearl and her siblings would sit at the dining room table and listen to their father as he stepped into the role of household reverend. First, grace. Second, a speech on the importance of good behavior. Third, a light reading from scripture. But no matter how Joseph James tried to organize his sermon, his speeches were no match for the real event of the morning, the thick, inviting scent of Ella May's fried chicken crackling on the stove. In Philly, Pearl spent many years poking her head into the kitchen, never stepping over the threshold unless she wanted her mother to give her a talking to. Ella May ran a tight ship and forbade Pearl and her siblings from crowding in the room. That was unless they'd been invited in. In that case, they were in for a treat. Ella May would give them a lesson in cooking. It was in that kitchen where Pearl felt most at home and where she longed to return after a long day away. That longing was a feeling she grew more and more accustomed to as the star began to take off. Pearl's career started with a bang at the aptly named Pearl Theater in Philadelphia. She was 15 years old, and her older brother convinced her to join an amateur talent contest. Pearl won first place and followed up that win with another at Harlem's Apollo Theater. Those two hits were enough to send her down the path to professional stardom. In her 20s, Pearl sang and danced across Philly's black nightclubs. When World War II broke out, Pearl toured the country with United Services Organization, or USO, performing for troops across America. Every night, she brought the house down. By the time the war was over, she had nightclubs asking her to headline a show and a recording contract to produce her own music. Pearl once said, if I just sang a song, 
it would mean nothing. Her performances were theatrical. She interpreted her songs deeply and wrung emotions from the lyrics she sang. Her voice was deep and warm, her costumes often lined with fur and rhinestones. Pearl made an easy jump from nightclubs to Broadway. Her debut in 1946's St. Louis Woman saw her holding her own alongside the likes of Mahalia Jackson, Eartha Kitt, and Nat King Cole. In 1954, she jumped careers and towns once again, this time to Hollywood, where she played a supporting role in Carmen Jones. By the end of the 50s, she was a verified celebrity and famously starred in Porgy and Bess alongside Sidney Poitier and Dorothy Dandridge. In the same decade, Pearl also saw developments in her personal life. She married jazz drummer Louis Belson in London in 1952. The couple would each call the other their best friend all their lives and welcome two children. In the 1950s, Pearl and her family bought a ranch in California. She found herself returning to the kitchen with the time and space to cook what she wanted, how she wanted, and when she wanted it. She made one dish after another, reminiscing about where she learned this recipe, who taught her that technique, and how this tasted like a dessert from... She didn't know how long ago. And so, Pearl got the idea to make a cookbook. She began writing down precise quantities and instructions, but she soon realized that method wouldn't work. It wasn't how she cooked, and it certainly wouldn't be the best way to teach others how to cook. There was no place for pretense in her kitchen. Cooking was just as much about the chef as it was about the ingredients, and Pearl was a home chef if there ever was one. In the coming years, Pearl continued to quietly write down her musings in the kitchen as she continued her work. She treated her writing process the same way she did her rehearsals, absolutely closed sets. Meanwhile, Pearl's singing career never lost steam. In 1968, she starred in an all-Black production of Hello, Dolly, which earned her a special Tony Award. A replacement in a Broadway show is not eligible to be nominated for a Tony Award. But if anyone ever deserved a special award, it's Miss Pearl Bay. In 1973, Pearl finally published Pearl's Kitchen, an Extraordinary Cookbook. In it, Pearl connects with readers by inviting them into her prized kitchen. Her recipes explain not only what she cooks and how she cooks it, but also why she cooks it. It details memories and traditions held with friends and families and the lessons that every good chef should learn. On August 17, 1990, Pearl Bailey died in Philadelphia. She was 72 years old. During her life, Pearl may have been more widely known as a singer than a chef, but she certainly drew professional and personal lessons from her time in the kitchen. As she wrote in Pearl's Kitchen, cooking is like living. We can tell other people what we would have them do, and yet, when it comes down to it, they have to live for themselves. All month, we're talking about tastemakers. 
For more info and recipes from this month's Womanikins, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to co-creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for having me as a guest host. Talk to you tomorrow.